Well, hello boys and girls, sports fans in assorted waves and strays. It's Dan here from Diginomica, and today I have Miko Yuk and Clive Bolton, and we're talking about the Salesforce acquisition of Tableau. Let's get on with the show. Miko, let's let's get straight into it. So, sure. first of all, how are you? Which is obviously gorgeous. We know that already, but we can forget that one. <laughs> but how are you? You're too kind. How I'm are you great. Otherwise? I'm great. <laughs> I um I'm I'm reviving from a session yesterday with like 300 people at Microsoft in my workshop, so I'm I'm doing really good. Thank you. So for those that don't know, Miko, tell us who you are, what you do, where you've been. Sure. So I won't bore anybody. Um, I'll give the high level. So my background is I started out as a data scientist on SaaS. Uh, came into the business objects world around 2007 when they had the convergence of those acquisitions. Um, SAP bought business objects while I was consulting for business objects at Pfizer. Uh, from there, I started my own online community and then within the SAP realm. I think I probably hold every community tag um, from SAP mentor to influencer to um, ambassador to, to the the ASOC CEO, so on and so forth. And I'm also the co-founder of BI Brains. So BI Brains is a BI consulting firm, and we've helped about 15% of Fortune 500 companies globally. And what we're known for is uh, data-driven and storytelling analytics. So that is my passion. And um, Dennis, we met years ago. Oh my Lord, I was so much younger. And I ran into Dennis Howlett, and I was both scared and inspired. <laughs> I felt empowered. Um, so Dennis is one of my spirit animals when it comes to, to being authentic and being real. So always a pleasure to talk to you. Mutual admiration over. Uh, right, okay. Um, Miko, this deal that Salesforce has just kind of done with, uh, with Tableau, 15 yeah. billion. I mean, that's a, that is a pretty monster deal, right? Yeah, I have to admit, what do you think? a lot more than what I was expecting. So when I looked, I, I, I'm sure you know all the stats, but Tableau is actually losing money. Um, I looked at what happened last week with Looker Data with Google, and admittedly, way before this, I actually stated, I think about six months ago, that Tableau would get picked up by either um, Salesforce, Google, or IBM. So when Google picked up Looker, I looked and said, oh, Tableau, you've got to get acquired. Hurry. That was like last week. And then I saw this, but the multiple was a bit astounding, to be very frank. So I think, in my opinion, I think Salesforce is realming from what happened with Wave. You probably know that Wave, I don't think, was as successful for them as they hoped it would be. And I think they paid a high multiple to try to step into the game. I also think that they're trying to compete heavily with, uh, with Corby and SAP. Who are both offering? Um, who are both in the CRM game? Right. So, just on the multiple, we'll, we'll get the money shot out of the way, right? So um, they've paid a forty-two percent premium, right? I know. Uh, based on the share price, but that's kind of like uh, how can I put it? Um, Tableau's got revenue. <laughs> uh, it's got significant revenue. About well, it's about they reckon they reckon they're coming in at ARR about one point four billion, right? Right. Um, but, but SAP paid a, an insane amount of money. What is it, 8.3 billion for yeah, uh, Qualtrics that's got, mm -hmm. yeah, I mean, it's uh, nutty. Um, so if, if you take it from that perspective, you know, um, Salesforce probably didn't pay that much, but then, you know, a lot of valuations are pretty crazy anyway, aren't they these days? I mean, I, I just don't even make sense of some of the numbers that I see out there. Can you? Yeah, I just think, I think it's too much, Dennis. This my, my humble opinion. I think it's way too much. I think that Salesforce, you know, my opinion was Google probably, even though Google went after Looker because they have the Google query, um, I spent some time with Looker. I think Google may have made an attempt at Tableau. That's my humble opinion. Probably, I'll probably find out a, a bit later on to my contacts. Um, I think the, the price was crazy, so they went after Looker, and I think Salesforce was left looking there. But I don't know if Tableau was worth 42 times. I, I just... I don't feel that I don't feel that way. I do. I just don't. I don't agree with that. I think even a thirty multiple, I would have said patience, but I don't think forty-two. I think forty-two is just way too much. Yeah. Well, somebody had to pick them up, didn't they? Because I mean, we're into another era of consolidation, aren't we? Um, yeah. Where, I agreed. What does um, Salesforce get out of this that um, that the others don't? What What would you say there? So I think there's a couple of things. Um, when I don't know if you remember when Salesforce bought Waves. I think that, you know, yeah. when I brought Wave into the market, I took a very close look at it. And one of the things that stood out to me was, one, it was overpriced. So that was, right. you know, that was not just for me, that was customers. And I questioned what they were going to do with Wave. And I just kind of figured, okay, they'll just sell it to their own big cloud base and that will go well. Um, you probably know by now Wave kind of 
hasn't panned out the way they expected. And then they brought Salesforce Einstein out, which is a brilliant tool as well. But I'm not sure. It's, again, very expensive. Um, that's not just for me, my observation, but from customers that, that we've worked with that installed it. And so I think what they're looking with at Tableau is not just customer base, um, but I think they're probably looking at integrating deeper into their product, something that people already use. So I think that data discovery uh, element of Tableau suits them well, but I think it's both the data discovery capability. They know Tableau needs an end-to-end discussion, so I think Salesforce can offer that. And I think obviously they're going to embed it, but the question remains as to whether or not they're going to replace one of their existing tools or just try to embed it. As of right now, they've played the SAP game, the SAP Bob J game, which is we're not going to change anything. We're going to let you go forward. But to be quite frank, Dennis, I, I started to take a look at some of Salesforce acquisitions and, and some of the companies they bought recently that just fell into the big ship. And I don't think that's going to be the case. I think they're definitely going to meddle with Tableau. They're going to get what they need out of it. Now, the risk that we have there is you and I both know, if I'm Benoff, who has you know, basically said outright that his goal is to take down SAP. You know, I don't know if you remember when he said right. that um, due to some insults. Yeah. I think he's the first number I would ask for is how many HANA customers do you have on Tableau? I, I'll be very honest. I was thinking about right. it today. So if I'm Ben off, I would literally say, Tableau, how many HANA customers do you have? And I would strategically find a way to figure out how do we utilize those customers or bring them over more strategically into there? So I think he kind of has a two-prong because by accessing Tableau, he's just tapped into every large database in the world in the market, right? And he's tapping it from an area where he's customer first, meaning end user first. And that's a very smart move. Right, so I looked at the, um, uh, I mean, they, they did a, a short um, presentation yesterday and I looked at the logos and I thought, yep, yep, yep. All of them were SAP customers, right? Yes, and, that um, is correct. Yeah, yeah. So I, I, think it's, I, I think it's pretty much head to head. You know Tableau. You know business objects. Who wins in this scenario? All Tableau needed. The reason I kept saying Tableau was going to get acquired is all Tableau needed was an end-to-end story. Tableau is a fantastic tool. Um, they, I think they have a fantastic customer base. They've grown organically. You know, ironically, Dennis, you remember you were the one that taught me about network growth. <laughs> I don't know if you remember that conversation. Yeah, 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 yeah. Years ago, right? And you taught me about, I think oh. we're in San Francisco. And, you know, Tableau is an example of a company that's grown so organically through community and through passion. And I just think that that growth continually fueled by Salesforce, who is a behemoth in the cloud game, is going to hit Bob J the last blow. I mean, the way I look at it, so I'll converge this for you. We have right now on the quadrant, we have uh, Microsoft is number one, Tableau. We have ClickView that I think might be number two, correct me if I'm wrong, and then ThoughtSpot just entered. So we'll get to that, right? You have Bob J that's kind of fallen off. Bob J has his customer base of Webby, um, but their revenue, from what I understand, is declining significantly even within renewals. The only thing they have right now is a reporting layer I think Benoff is smart enough to realize that if Tableau can up the end on the reporting side, the same thing with Power BI, I think between those two, they're eventually going to just squeeze Bob J out of the market. That is what's going to happen. Right. Okay. So is it a case of, um, is it a case of superior product or is it a case of uh, superior marketing, would you say? I mean, for me, at least, um, I always thought that Christian Chavot, uh, who was then CEO at uh, Tableau, did a fantastic yes. job of marketing a product that was actually at the time pretty thin. Now that product has taken on a lot more meat. But I mean, what would you say it is? I mean, it, how, how does it how does it operate in your world? So, and we do just for full transparency, we do huge Tableau deployments, and we've been doing it for years for like fourteen one hundred companies. So, you know, we really know the right. tool. I think Tableau is just the easy to use tool. It's becoming complicated, but I think it's just an easy to use tool. I think where they were losing some up end is the back end. So I don't think it's just marketing. You can pick up Tableau and just right. start building, Dennis. Like, I mean, it's easy yeah, to yeah, yeah, download yeah. it off yeah. the website and they continue to innovate, right? Same thing with Power BI, they continue to innovate. I think Bob J is just too slow. I mean, that's really the truth. Right. I don't think it's just marketing. The only marketing, the, uh, the only marketing machine that I that I question in our space is Domo, and this call is not about Domo, so I won't go into Josh. <laughs> right, right, right. Well, we can we can talk about we can talk about Domo if you want, because oh, um, you know one one yeah yeah yeah. I mean, one of the things that's been said is right, who picks up Domo? But I mean, I'm 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 personally not what? 
I'm personally not. I'm personally not a fan of Dana. If I'm if, if I'm honest. Um, yeah, neither am I. You know, I mean that. Yeah, I mean, I look at Dona and I think, you know, mile wide and inch thick. You know. Correct. But let's let's. Correct. Yeah. Okay. So so somebody's going to pick that one up, I guess. <laughs> but I don't think it's going to be SAP anytime soon, quite frankly. Um, no. They're, they're, I think thought spot. Well, is sorry. I think thought spot is. Really. I do. Huh. Why? I do. Why is that? Have you looked at their growth? I mean, ThoughtSpot is growing in triple digits year over year. I think ThoughtSpot is next. They have solid investment, and they've onboarded a solid, solid cast. I actually think ThoughtSpot is going to go faster. I used to think Click would go forward, but Click themselves are acquiring, to, in my opinion, to stay relevant and stay above. I actually think ThoughtSpot or Sysense is next. I'm very surprised that Logitech and SightSense didn't combine. SightSense main angle from what I've seen from customers is their embedded, um, their embedded capability. Logitech's instead picked up Zoom data. Maybe it was because it was cheaper, but I actually think ThoughtSpot is next. Okay. Well, look, let's, let's get to some of that stuff maybe a little bit later on, but so let's just stick with Tableau at the moment. I mean, for me, I agree with you. Um, I mean, I've used Tableau myself and I would use it in preference to Bob Jay any day of the week, quite frankly, uh, right. when, when talking to people, for the simple reason that, um, for me at least, it enables me to show data in ways that the folk that I talk to can understand, right? Whereas Bob Jay is very much, I mean, to me, Bob Jay is very much an accounting tool at the end of the day, right? Um, yep. It's row and column, that kind of, the kind of stuff. hasn't really hasn't really moved forward. I haven't seen SOB take it forward in the way that I might have anticipated. I mean, is, is that your impression as well? Yeah, I agree. I mean, I think that they kind of swiveled. I mean, I've had a first-hand view of this, and I think they swiveled really back and forth between do we focus on visualization, do we enhance our core reporting, and which is webby. And as you know, Crystal has fallen by the wayside somewhere that no one knows. So I think that, again, we see the yeah, don't even talk about Crystal, but I think the continuous shift in focus, the continuous shift in leadership has led to new strategy after. I mean, just look at Analytics Cloud right now. A brand new strategy yeah. again. Like I, you know, if I could be blunt, Dennis, I think what they're doing right now with Analytics Cloud is because of what happened with Lu they first condensed Design Studio into Lumera. I saw that happening. I actually said uh -huh. it would happen. And then they killed it, right? Because they realized Lumera was probably the worst thing that ever, that ever evolved. Somebody in my comments said it was DOA dead on arrival, right? Now as a customer. And now they have Analytics Cloud. And basically what they're trying to do is they're like a doctor, right? They're burying their problem and calling it embedded analytics. And I just question whether or not that's the right way to go. But here we are again with a new strategy. You remember when they had Bob G attached to HANA? They, they cannibalized yeah. the Bob J uh, community, in my opinion, to sell HANA. They disconnected it, and now this new guy is in, no names call, and he's now over HANA and analytics again, and they've put them back together. So one of the things I think with SAP is that all these change in leadership, at least from my point of view in the front row seat, is like there's no lessons learned. They're just doing the same thing and not getting different results. So I don't know what's going on over there. Well, I know what's going on over there, and that's that the you know Elliott management has taken a position, and um, you know they're going to give that they're going to give that company a the the financial equivalent of quadruple bypass, right? Right. Um, and goodness knows what happens. Yeah, I mean, goodness knows what. I mean, you said, and I agree with you. We we don't actually know what SAB stands for anymore. You know, and I think Elliott management will do an extremely good job. Of, of solving that problem. Now, what happens to the products along the way is an open question. The thing that I have said to um, to anybody that I've spoken with on this one, and again, sort of like no names involved, but you know, pretty senior people among customers, ecosystem, etc., is you know they have to keep the R and D going because if they if they start to eviscerate that, then you know, goodness knows what happens to that particular company. Salesforce obviously doesn't have the same problem. I mean, it's still growing um, significant double, double digits. Tableau, same sort of space. I mean, to me, um, Tableau looks like, you know, the tip of the spear for being able to get into uh, significant numbers of SAP accounts. And then where do you that go from correct. there, right? That right, is correct. And right, I think, right, as I right, said, right. if I'm Ben Off, that's the first number I'd request, 100%. Right. I woke up this morning thinking about right. that. What would Ben Off be doing? 
<laughs> right? And then I dumb it down to top 10 or top 50 SAP customers. I take my top sales guys and my marketing guys, and I would just go right after it. That's what I would be doing. No offense, SAP. Okay, so we, we, we actually know what's going to happen at Dreamforce then, don't we? <laughs> yeah. It's all going to be about Fabway, I would suggest, wouldn't you? Yeah, I mean, I, I see it being a, the same show that SAP put on with Qualtrics. I see that show that, that Salesforce is going to, you know, Tableau is a new darling, right? So I think they're going to give them front and center. But like I said, I think they're going to focus on first, yeah, there's integration, but I'm sure that they have a very targeted view of who they're going to dig into in that database to try to gain their market share. That's what I would be doing. Not to mention, if I'm Benoff, I'm fixing up end-to-end story for Tableau very quickly. I'm assuring customers, like Tableau, do you remember when Tableau did that acquisition Forgive me if I don't have the name, not Periscope Data, but they acquired uh, this company for their for their AI, right? Poor company. Yeah, yeah. I think they're as good as that. <laughs> I mean, okay. Einstein so, is there. Well, I was going to say, what happens to Einstein in these? Uh, I mean, they they've been digging that up for a while. I mean, what happens to Einstein in these in these circumstances? What do you reckon? I think you integrate. Einstein's a very good tool, but I think with Tableau coming in, I would actually integrate the tools and embed them. And I think that's probably the best suit for them. And then try to onboard these customers in the Tableau world who are so hungry for AI, but Tableau can't deliver, to be very frank. Okay. So, um, you know, yesterday on the call, uh, Benioff was talking about, uh, or rather the, the question was put to him, hey, what about sort of like this 50% of customers who are on-prem? Because, I mean, you know, that's not where where Salesforce plays. And he was kind of blowing air kisses at all that sort of story saying, hey, you know, you know, hybrid, it's fine, blah, blah, blah. I mean, yeah, is, is that I... real? Is that, is that real? Or what does that mean for the market? Yeah, so that was something I actually had two customers ask me yesterday um, at this conference I'm at, uh, for Microsoft. And what I said to them is that, honestly, if you look at Salesforce track record, cloud is their business and cloud is what they know. I think to, to not shake the ground too much until they get enough penetration into the Tableau uh, customer base, they're probably going to appease those customers by touting a hybrid message. But I think long term, you and I both know that Salesforce focusing on what they do best, which is the cloud and owning that market is where they are. So if I'm an on-prem customer, I'm not running from Tableau, but I am going to sit down and really look at my strategy in the next three years very, very closely. That would be my advice. Okay. If, so, if I don't have a cloud, if I don't have cloud in my roadmap, if I'm cloud adverse, I'm definitely yeah. looking at that very closely. Yeah, because that, that actually brings me back to the SAP community in the sense that, you know, SAP for having done as much as it possibly can to message for the cloud still has oh. a huge number, huge number of on-prem customers. Oh, um, you know, yeah, well, and you know, I mean, I, yeah, yeah. I mean, look, I mean, I talk, I talk to their customers and, you know, there are not that many that are saying, Hey, you know, I'm running to the cloud. Right. Right. And you know, you ask and you ask them why and the, and the answers come back. You know, we've spent so much money on this stuff. How the heck do we get to the cloud without it costing, costing us an armload of money? And for what benefit at the end of the day, right? Um, right. And, and, you know, it, it's hard to argue against that, given that at the end of the day, S4 Hire is, is lift and shift. Now, in that scenario, yeah, I'm probably going to do, uh, I'm probably going to be okay with, with Tableau on-prem, at least for the next few years. Is, is that what you hear? I mean, you know, I'm speculating at this point in time, but that's how I would tend to be if I, if I was an on-prem customer. Yeah, absolutely. What that's what I said. I think that if you're a customer, you should be fine on on-prem. I don't see that being Salesforce for its target, which is, you know, like SAP's very aggressive move, the cloud or, you know, do the cloud or die. Salesforce to me has never taken yeah. that grown, and I don't think that's anywhere in their top five priorities. I, 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 if it's a priority, it's probably number 11, not even top 10. I think Salesforce is smarter than to give ultimatums to these customers. So I don't think Tableau customers right. should be scared. But like I said, if you are cloud adverse in the next three years, you don't have it on your strategic roadmap, you need to start investigating other options because Salesforce is the behemoth in the cloud. They built the app store. You know, well, outside of Apple, but right. they built the B2B app store and they live in the cloud. But I don't think you should be scared today. If anything, you should be excited. Okay. I think AI is finally going to come to Tableau. Okay. And, um, and what, 
would AI bring to Tableau that it doesn't have today? Well, look at Power BI. I mean, Power BI, they have the, you know, I don't know if you remember when Microsoft bought R and everybody was excited. Power BI actually, I believe in January, I don't want to misquote, or February, they added the ability to use Python within Power BI, right? right. And so I think, I think right. with Tableau, again, and the name escapes me at a company that they acquired, I think customers are looking for AI that they don't have to, they don't have to be a data scientist to use right? The buzz around big data and AI is still, we're well, not big data, but AI and IoT is definitely around. And a lot of quote unquote citizen data scientists, which are not true data scientists, PhD, but you know, I want to use the tools. They're looking for something they can click and plug and go forward. And I don't think Tableau has delivered on that. I think they've only scratched the surface and they're in heavy competition with Power BI. Okay. Now, from a, from a reach perspective, I mean, um, Salesforce is, is very much in that whole sort of CRM space. Do you think this allows them to go deeper into the enterprise? No. Okay, so I'm, I'm thinking about they have a very strong partnership with Workday. Workday has host analytics. Host analytics is very much a, a straight up and down reporting tool. Does this, for instance, give Workday um, some additional leverage from the core ERP perspective? You know, does it help the likes of financial force, which again is is very heavily dependent upon on Salesforce in order to get stuff done? I mean, what do you see for the Salesforce ecosystem from that standpoint? I mean, in, in terms of in terms of Tableau and being able to infiltrate enterprise, you know, yeah, different ways. yeah. I mean, yeah. this is so. This is the yeah. beauty about BI, right? BI, as you know, the landscape is horizontal, right? I, some people say it's vertical. Right. I don't think so. Industry rise is horizontal. So I think from a Salesforce perspective, I know about their their partnership with Workday, and that's very successful apparently. But I think Tableau offers a whole different dimension because of that horizontal landscape. You have Tableau in every aspect of every company. It doesn't matter if you're in sales, if you're in marketing, if you're in HR, if you're in manufacturing, right? Tableau is across different enterprises, whether it's in a silo of a small team or enterprise-wide. So I think for them, it definitely presents not just, because Workday is all HR. Tableau is everything. That's a huge game. I mean, it's the reason why I said to SAP, I think it was six years ago, to buy Tableau. Because I said to them that Tableau was the only thing that I could see that reminded me of Excelsius and Bob J. And obviously that fell on deaf ears. So again, I think Benoff is smart. I said it on Twitter. I said, smart man, smart move. I have a lot of respect for you. And I think he's definitely probably has way bigger plans that is outside of just his existing focus and LOB. Smart man. Very smart what, man. What, yeah, okay. Yeah, okay. So when you say way bigger plans, what sort of things are you thinking of there? I think he wants to become a formidable player in the BN analytics space, not just cloud, not just Salesforce. I mean, I think he wants to be in the top quadrant. I think he wants Salesforce to be known for their analytics, for their insights, for their forward thinking, for their AI, not just cloud and apps. I think he's very smart. Um, Clive, I know you're on the call. Um, from a technical standpoint, what are, you, what are you thinking about as far as this acquisition is concerned? Based on the chat, uh, you just, you just had there. I think the uh, proximity of Tableau's new super headquarters to Google's cloud right. headquarters, where <clears throat> where they have many folks doing end-to-end um, -end, uh, machine learning. There's a concentration of folks there, so it's only six minutes away. That's walking. And another, uh, I also think that uh, I've been following Salesforce for a long time. Force.com is getting pretty old now. It's 20 years, so they need to replatform that. So <clears throat> an acquisition like this could provide a new skin, which is also ready to be perhaps more vertically integrated with machine learning, but horizontally available across all the different data silos in, in corporations. And that'll give Salesforce some, uh, some, some, some uh, an, an, you know, a new avenue to, to pursue its uh, replatform. I also think that this is kind of like slightly off target a little bit, but I, uh, I took a lecture with Pat Hanran, who was the founder of, of, of Tableau, along with uh, Christian Cabot. And uh, that guy is just like extremely geeky. He's won a couple of Oscars for uh, works, working graphics and he understands data like nobody else. So I, I expect that the technology is very clean and it can handle scenarios cleanly that other 
other um, uh, other things, for example, business objects can't. For a long time, I embedded uh, crystal reports into MRP system. In fact, the very, very first version, it took so long. Uh, I kept thinking the thing wasn't working. I went to the bathroom and I came back and about 15 minutes later, the, the, the first run of crystal ever on our uh, on our platform, and um, and, it, and I don't think it's really improved. It's kind of slow. I don't think it's improved a great deal since then. Yeah, I mean, for me, Crystal was you know absolutely gorgeous at the front end, but a pig at the back end <laughs> always has been. <laughs> yeah, correct. Right. So, okay. Good yes. So um, yeah, I, I see. You know, the multiple doesn't frighten me just because of the uh, access that Benioff has got in terms of access to the University of Washington, where there's fantastic ML people. And Google is, I've been to um, a number of workshops now, actually, over the past two years that are all about end-to-end IoT to uh, machine learning. And Google's got its own, um, uh, it actually, Google, I don't actually think Google does have, it's got um, a, a nice report writer. It's got the very Googleish stuff, but it doesn't look very nice. Um, so maybe, maybe you know, I would. It, it would be in. It, it, there's got to be some tie in there between Google and uh, and Tableau. Uh, I would imagine they're working on right. already, just by location, and uh, and, okay. and people. People go backwards and forwards between the company, the cloud companies in, in the Seattle area. So there's some osmosis of, of skills and, and knowledge that goes on. Okay. But Google um, just does that make sense? Sure. Sorry. Yeah, no, no, I was going to say to you, um, uh, Miko, does that make sense to you given the, the Looker acquisition? No, I have a slightly different view and, and full transparency. Tableau invited and hosted me when they opened their HQ. Um, so I was, was very excited to see where they are and, and see the Google campus. I've been out there. Facebook has hosted me out there. So very familiar with the Seattle area. Even Amazon. Went and visit Amazon QuickSite um, when my friend took over that product. So um, I, I have a slightly different view. I think with the acquisition of Looker um, in the cloud, I think there's going to be a little bit more competitive edge. Um, I think that even if they are collaborating, I'm not saying it's going to stop, but I definitely think that Looker at Google themselves are going to try to put a stamp in the sand in terms of them being a player in the enterprise business. They know they're heavy B2C, and I think they're coming after B2B. And, you know, while I think all of this is friendly and it's great, I think the competition is going to trump the collaboration in the long term. That's really how I feel about that. Somebody has to be number one. Hang on a sec. Even with um, Rob Enslin having moved after God knows how many years at SAP over to Google, do you, do you see the same? Do you think that dynamic changes? Because I mean, Enslin is is absolutely B two B through and through, right? So I would I would yeah, have thought no. that no. No, I, I mean, I, I agree with you, and I thought about that as well um, when he went over to take over the cloud business, but I still think with his focus, yeah. on B, his focus on B2B, I still think that they are competitors, and I think that Google is going to have to hone in internally into their own capabilities and how to make that a more of an enterprise-type um, enterprise offering uh, versus, I think, leveraging now this Tableau Salesforce. I think they're going to have to stand on their own a bit here. The, the other thing that I was going to say, given what... I was talking about as regards to technology. I mean, I've tended to look at Salesforce as being a brilliant marketing company that, ha that happens to have some software, right? Because um, when you turn up at Dreamforce, what do you see? You see people who just love Salesforce and it's like, well, why? <laughs> I mean, because at the end of the day, as you quite rightly point out, um, at its core, it's a 20-year-old company with some pretty old software um, that just happens to be in the cloud, yeah? Um, and it's getting increasingly expensive. But then... There is this thing that um, customers do love what Salesforce does. So, I mean, does this give them a, a, a different take on the on the technology space? I mean, what what would you say there, Clive? I mean, you you're following this pretty closely. Sure. Well, I think what Salesforce does a great job of, even if it's got some older technology on its platform, <clears throat> is they. I mean, they they produce a, a declarative application that removes the um, the. In, basically the, the the programming from from uh, the production of, of uh, something which is close to code so it's it's a declarative yeah. system so I 
Tableau, when I've messed around with Tableau, not, I haven't done very much, it's very declarative. Um, it's, it's almost like using a spreadsheet. Um, and I think that that's, that just is a great um, match for Salesforce's um, go-to-market with the, with the UX and the type of uh, business user they appeal to. Presumably that's, that's what you also see then, Miko, yeah? Yeah, absolutely. That the kind of nuts and bolts. I was, that was part of what I was thinking this morning. That they're a customer being a bit more hands-on, nuts and bolts. Salesforce, as he said, is kind of old in terms of even their interface, in my opinion. So we were a Salesforce customer for a long time, um, and they need to do some upgrades, as he mentioned. So I think that having a tool that's so hands-on, you just dig in, bring your Excel sheet or connect to, you know, I'm sure the Salesforce connector is about to become much more, much better, right, and more robust. But I think that yeah. ability sits very well with your hands-on on user base. I agree 100%. Low touch. Okay. Okay. So, you know, you're talking to customers all the time. Uh, you're doing workshops in and around this, you know, general space all the time. What is your advice to customers today? What would you say to them? Which customers? Of whom? Because it really does <laughs> depend. Tableau <laughs> uh, okay. customers, okay. SAP customers, different messaging. Okay. Okay. Well, explain the different messaging then. Just, just, just let's get that one out of the way. Yeah. So I think if you are a Tableau customer, um, in we talked about the on-premise versus cloud. So I won't go there. I think if you're a Tableau customer, I would say hooray for you. Um, good job. I think Salesforce is going to bring a lot of interesting options, especially again if you have AI or any of this big data IoT within your roadmap. I think you're in for a lot of good surprises, solid delivery, integration, hopefully as painless as possible. So kudos to you. But the sideline warning, if you're only on-premise, there's no cloud, definitely start looking at other options. I think if you're a SAP customer, um, I personally think, and I put it on record again, I think the writing's on the wall. Um, I see SAP as not as a dinosaur. Uh, I was going back and forth with Vijay today, this morning, and I said something to him in terms of SPBI, right? He was talking about EDW, and I said to him, you know, Yahoo is a wrong, but they're irrelevant. I think Bob J basically is, irrelevant or becoming irrelevant and I think it's going to continue down that way as they continue to lag behind so if you're a BI or Bob J customer I think you need to move on if you're an SAP end-to-end customer not just business objects I think then perhaps watching how they integrate analytics cloud is in your best interest but I think for the front end stop pushing Bob J out to customers I don't see Bob J having a support internally with SAP or being anything close to having the future within its realm so I think to me that ship has sailed I think if you're a Power BI customer at this point, because there is a lot of transition from Tableau to Power BI, I don't know if you know about that because of the cost, Power BI could start at $4 a month, which is very cheap. Tableau had to bring out an offering to try to compete with that. I think it was called an analytics licensing or analyst licensing or whatever it was, very cheap. I think that you're not going to see a lot of Power BI customers moving to Tableau, but you do have Power BI eating at the helms of Tableau. So the Power BI customers, I would say continue doing what you're doing, but if you have a solid Salesforce base, I think you definitely need to revisit Tableau and look at your footprint in Power BI. That's how I look at that okay. whole spectrum. Okay. Can, can Power BI and Salesforce sit in coalition in any way at all, or are they just too competitive? You, the, the customers really have to make a choice. What would you say? I'm, in, I'm involved heavily in the Power BI ecosystem. I know the Tableau ecosystem well. I just do not see it. I mean, look at CDI. Look at this common data initiative where, they, where Adobe, Microsoft, and SAP put a call out to Salesforce. Uh, Benoff went ahead and, teared, and put ads up in every single airport that I went on globally showing that Salesforce was a market leader and neither SAP, Adobe, or any of them were anywhere in the market leader's sphere for CRM. I mean, Salesforce is right. very competitive. Yeah, I mean, the, the the other side I would say there, though, is that, um, you know, Microsoft is pushing 0365 like crazy, and it does, and, and, and it has revitalized its own ecosystem. You know, there, there, I, I remember back in the day before we ever talked about, you know, SAP community network and all that kind of stuff, who had, who had the community of developers at the end, end of the day? Microsoft, you know, they screwed it up when under um, Obama's uh, regime. Now they've brought it yeah. back under Satya Nadella. 
and they're going they're going crazy about being able to get you know that entire ecosystem of developers and resellers back into the game and from everything that i've seen so far they've done a pretty darn good job i mean they're they're investing yeah. millions and millions of dollars into that right so in, in those circumstances i see i see power bi being a, a pretty formidable player now we have tableau and we have um salesforce on you know on a different uh, traje trajectory so why couldn't they coexist is 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 there any reason why not? And you're saying, no, I don't see it. So why? What what is it what is it that you see that perhaps I'm missing here? So I think that they can coexist in a quadrant, but I think that poor B eight is out to dominate. And I just I just don't see it. I mean I see the two different cultures, the two different technologies, the two different routes that they're going. I think Salesforce is gonna carve their niche and embed their product and, and give Tableau the strength it needs. And I think Power BI is first focusing on their user base, right? I mean, you know that Power BI is basically I can need to sell Azure. Right. I mean, it, it's basically the yeah. lipstick on a pig to sell the pig. And I think Salesforce, by any means, is probably Tableau is going to become the lipstick to sell the pig. Right. I always said that Salesforce has become the ERP of, 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 of cloud software, you know, for lack of a better word. And so like everybody else, they have to have some lipstick on a pig. You remember that term like years ago when I came into the industry. So I just don't see it, Dennis. I don't see I see more competition. I don't see correlation, consolidation or collaboration. I don't see it. Right. Different focuses, right. okay. different trajectories. I see full competition. Clive, I want to ask you this because I mean, you're there in the developer weeds on this kind of stuff. What, what would you say there? I was actually just thinking things through, and I was thinking, um, especially after Mika said, you know, that there might be some uh, competition between these different uh, BI products. But I was thinking that naturally, Google has got this great machine learning uh, technology, and I think they're probably the the furthest in, in in being able to package that together but they don't they don't really have um business rules and they don't have uh they don't have a lot of i don't i don't perceive that they've got a lot of load on their on their platform so <clears throat> there could be some tie-in between google's machine learning technology and <clears throat> and tableau i don't know what i i don't know how wonderful uh, einstein is um but i have you know i'm pretty hands-on with google's machine learning it's just like top notch it's really great stuff and it's well documented and you can understand how to incorporate it but i can see some quite a lot of synergies there and i think that that's how <clears throat> reporting will turn into applications through applying <clears throat> machine learning to um, business intelligence or maybe the other way around yeah but, but surely that's only for but surely that's only for the sort of like the global 2000 but i mean wh wh how does that reach the masses that that both um salesforce oh, and, yeah. and and microsoft want to uh, want to get to right how well, does that work it reaches the masses because what google's doing is actually moving its machine learning technology to the app system so <clears throat> this is kind of sounds really crazy and, and it is but they're they're well underway with it they're going to be able to um put machine learning onto an android phone and actually do ml on the phone and and they it's all optimized and it, it doesn't you know use the the phone up like you know a screen on full ball for 10 minutes or something like that it's just very very well done and so they're going to and they're going to take that technology and they're going to put that to more and more edge systems like iot type systems where the sensors they, i mean they're already doing that with their own technology with google home and and also time i've spent with google there they they see their data load coming more from on-premises systems than they do from uh, cloud systems so there's so many right. on-prem systems there for example like sap's that um, I could see SAP just getting knocked over in, in a storm by people with better technology, which is better integrated. Okay, so so does that ultimately favor Salesforce and Tableau, or alternatively, does that favor the likes of um, Microsoft and Power BI, based on what you're seeing? You know, the visualization side of things is kind of meh, right? They've got to make a choice one way or the other. I mean, do they have the... Do they have the smarts to, to be able to do it themselves? Or I mean, Satya, has, uh, he has been the first CEO who has said, 
you know, Microsoft is not just about Windows, right? You know, mm. they've made very interesting cooing noises towards Android, essentially basically saying Windows, you know, that operating system, you know, I'm not even going to talk about it kind of thing. Um, mm. I'm essentially going to become um, OS agnostic. What, what, what does this do for, for that company? I mean, do they, do, do they get themselves a choice in this sense or do they stick with their knitting on things like Power BI? What would you say there? Uh, I'm putting you on the spot. <laughs> I, I, I expect to see partnerships, but I expect them to be um, competition ships as well. So um, Tableau and, and I expect to see myself, I expect to see a tie in between Google and, um, and Salesforce and, and Google. Wow. Wow. Why, 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 why do you say that? Why do you say that as opposed to say, you know, the, to me, the obvious one would be maybe Microsoft. But I mean, you know, I'm, no. I'm, I'm open to suggestions. <laughs> no? Okay. <laughs> I, I agree with him. I agree that Google is more like you. Sorry, go ahead. I agree with that. I think Google's got great technology and uh, Salesforce has got great marketing. And, and I think there's too many... I mean, it may, be, it may be work out another way. Maybe, you know, SAP's got great customers and Google's got great technology. I think that Salesforce is cloud-based and Google is cloud-based. So those, you know, those cultures go together. Um, right, I, okay. I, yeah, I imagine that sales, I imagine that SAP is going to work with um, Microsoft because Microsoft until, you know, object, sorry, um, Office 365 is, you know, Microsoft has huge uh, on-premise uh, customer base and, and so does SAP. So the cultures are similar. Right. Miko, does that make sense to you or, or, or what would you, how do you think it's going to shake out? Yeah. So I didn't say that earlier, but I was thinking exactly the same thing, which is, you know, when we were talking about it, I said, I definitely see a lot more synergy between Salesforce and Google, both from a standpoint of kind of their target. I think they have both to gain. So again, Google is a lot of B2B. I mean, sorry, B2C. Uh, Salesforce is a lot of B2B. They both are very heavy in the cloud space. And I could, and obviously, you know, one is the behemoth in one area and vice versa. I could see a lot more correlation and partnership there and collaboration. I just see something completely different with Microsoft. I don't see it. I see both of them right. even coming together to compete against Microsoft. I'm Mr. Customer, okay? I'm not, I'm not a, a G2000 customer because, you know, if I'm one of those guys, then I've already made my bets by and large. But I'm, you know, I'm a much, you know, I'm a middle, middling kind of company, you know, the sort of 60%-ish that likes of SAP has. What do I do? What's your recommendation going forward so I can think clearly about my strategy over, say, the next three to five years? Because that's probably the outside of what I can do. What do you reckon? Make it. Come on. What do I do? So my advice would be that if you're 60% SAP, um, I think from an adverse risk standpoint, I personally think, and this is complete not unbiased because I, I like Buddha tools a lot, that Power BI might be your best bet only because of the fact that from an, even though Power BI's integration into HANA is not as strong as it should be, um, and even into SAP, they don't integrate into Bob J at all, I think that they are more, they provide a more end-to-end. -end. So, you know, you can host, for instance, business objects in Azure you know, completely. Um, I would just be nervous to jump directly into Tableau at this point until I see what Benoff and his team is going to do when it comes to the SAP HANA database. There is no secret that his goal is to infiltrate that segment of the market and not necessarily to SAP's benefit. You know, I think we can all agree on the phone. I don't see Salesforce collaborating with SAP. Okay, but on the other hand, you know, the, the way that I see Tableau infiltrating, to use your expression, is through the, um, through the user who just wants a good way of being able to um, visualize data, right? And I mean, Tableau does that in spades. I mean, I've used it myself, right? You know, it's like, okay, what am I gonna, how am I gonna, how am I gonna show my guys how to understand data? Boom, Tableau, end off, yeah? Um, does that create a different environment or different situation? Because, you know, if I think about Salesforce, the way that they, they grew over time, I mean, they had, you know, I've, I've met customers who've got 
20, 30, 40, 50 instances of Salesforce that the CIO suddenly wakes up and says, you know what, I've got to get all this, this crap together. And, and so it goes. Um, it, I mean, is, does, does the same thing happen now with, with Tableau or, or has it already happened and we just didn't see it? What do you reckon? No, Tableau is the exact same thing. I mean, Tableau right now is still fighting. I think you probably know this a couple of years ago when they had their blunder with the CFO missed up the numbers. Um, Tableau started to, to plateau and realize that they can't simply live off of random business users just pulling it in in two and three licenses. And they basically put a step yeah. in the game and said, we're going to become an enterprise tool, which from my understanding led to why the founder actually stepped down eventually because he had a slightly different vision, right? And so long story short, I think that they are still fighting now as to how can we stop becoming the neighborhood tool, the department tool, and become the enterprise tool. And I think they're doing a good job, but I can tell you from first-hand experience, man, Tableau scalability is painful, right? So when you, tr when right. you start to, coming from the business object phase, when you, when you go from, as you said, Dennis, you had a great time with Tableau, you probably did something for yourself to share with a few other people, but when you're looking at enterprise-wide yeah. deployments, which we have done for large companies, it's is very painful in terms of scalability. And I think that that is one, one of the things that it, Salesforce, if they can tackle that, I think they have, they'll have a breast ahead, even Power BI. That is a major engineering project in its own right. <laughs> Absolutely. And, and Power BI has its own problems, right? I mean, Power BI, I think, yesterday announced that they're gonna be able to support 10 gigs of data, but where's the security? I mean, they're simply scratching their head on the security, right? So again, both tools, definitely very competitive, definitely innovative. But when you come from this Bobby landscape and you're thinking enterprise-wide deployments, right? Rule level security, administration, scalability, multiple sources. Now you have structured and unstructured data that people want to bring into these tools. They want to be able to mash up data blend, data discover, and produce authored analytics and do embedding, <laughs> right? I mean, it's a tall order. And so it's really for these companies, where are you going to focus? And I think as customers, you have to understand your priorities within that realm in terms of what you're trying to tackle and then look at the tools for what the strengths are in. I don't think you could just look at one tool and say, oh, everybody's using it, so I'm just going to run that way. SciSense is probably one of the best tools right now for embedding. Right. from a cost perspective right. and from a scale perspective. Yeah, they're, they're, they're one of the unsung heroes in this, uh, in this game, aren't they? I mean, you know, yeah. I, 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 know, I, know, I know the founders of, of, of that particular company. And, yeah. um, you know, they've, they've, they have quietly acquired a significant reputation Maybe they're the next one to be acquired. <laughs> yeah, no, I mean, I think Sysense is there. Like I said, Logi Analytics didn't pick them up. They went for Zoom Data. They're in the embedded game for product owners, but that was interesting to me. Spot, spot, they have Spot IQ, right? Which they, I think they got like, I, I don't know. Is it, wait, no. Is it Spot that has Spot IQ or HubSpot? I think it's Spot. They have Spot IQ. Are you familiar with that product? Do you know, there are so many of these things going on at the moment. My head's spinning, so um, yeah, I'm going to declare on that one. <laughs> well, it's a it's a it's a it's a hogwash. But Spot IQ turned my head when they got that sixty million like two years ago, and it's just people send me stuff. Even yeah. these people in these companies reach out to me to get my opinions. If look at Clear Story, Clear Story Data, Shamila, you know, basically did a, a probably what's called a fast sale to Alterex, right? I mean, good luck for them, fifty million yeah. in or whatever she raised, and then did a short yeah. sale to Alterex, right? amount unknown yeah. i mean come on we know what that's so for so i mean it's just you know i think it's one of these areas going back to your question which is what is it that you're trying to do um i think that there's a lot of good competitive products i think you're going to see some of the challengers in the quadrant move up to the leaders in this next turn with regards to gartner and i definitely think that thought i'm putting on a record that i think thought spot is definitely the most likely next product or a size sense to get acquired domo is third on my list I just, you know, I think IBM has to buy something as a good example. Um, and I think when I look at them and I look at Cognos, I would say ThoughtSpot because of their Spot IQ could be a good acquisition for them. Okay. Right. Listen, I've got to wrap this up because I've got to get on another call. This has been a, we could probably talk for many, many hours on this, on this topic. Um, Miko, your last thoughts, please. So my last thoughts, if I'm, and I'm always talking to customers because that's, as you know, that's what I spend most of my time doing. My last thoughts on this are the next year at Tableau, we talk again within this year 
I think we'll see a lot in terms of what Salesforce has planned. They're very dominant. They're very aggressive in what they have planned. Um, I think business objects is going to continue to die a very slow death. I hope the board eventually just pulls the plug. And they, you know, I, I said for SCPBI online, buy or die. I don't know. You know, there's a few things they could buy. It's like thought spot. But I think if not, they need to just wrap up the towel and stop damaging their credibility in the market. Um, and I think that in the Microsoft Power BI, continue doing what you're doing. But now understand that Tableau is not the lone wolf anymore. They are a competitor. And for ClickView, I mean, I have no idea what ClickView is doing. They're acquiring, um, they're, they're competing. I think they need to get acquired soon or they're going to be another one just hanging out there doing something for somebody. Um, I know they have potential. So I would just say to customers, as I said earlier, what's your priority? Embed, data discovery, you know, data scientist creation, self-service look at what you need and then determine what you're going to use. But I would definitely say okay. don't just pick tools because they're hanging on the top. Clive, your, your final words on this one. You've had plenty to say so far. What do you reckon? Yeah, my, my final words here, um, I, I look at things from the perspective of, um, of, a, of an ISV who's embedding the technology because I want to produce a package solution for small to medium-sized customers. So I yeah. look at... Um, I wouldn't look at Tableau or, or anything else unless somebody's providing me with sample code that says, hey, you know, if you're using Salesforce as your platform, then here's the sample code to tie Tableau in, or here's the sample code to tie um, Power BI in, or, or anything else. So I'm going to go down that route because there's too much risk going down another route for me. I have to, you know, okay. solve all sorts of problems, and I don't, I don't want to do that. I just want to, you know, I want to give me give me the answer so I can just do some work and get it all working. Okay. So in other words, you know, if I can wrap this up in just a few sentences, exciting times, plenty of competition, always good for the market. I think we're probably in violent agreement, aren't we? Yeah, agreed. I agree yeah. 100%. I think yeah. it's great for customers, great for the ecosystem. And I think we'll see the fall away, Dennis. The next year or two, we're going to see, we're going to see some drop-off. That's what happened 10 years ago when I entered the industry. Miko, Clive, thank you so much for coming on this call. It's been a great conversation. Um, I'll wrap it up here, and I'm sure we're going to talk again soon. How, how, how does that sound? Sounds good. Yep, sounds good. Look forward good to it. Chat. Thank you, Dennis. Nice to meet everybody. Thanks a lot. Nice to meet you. Cheers, now. Bye-bye.